Hello. Good morning. Morning. How are you doing? I'm great. Now that sounds amazing. How's everything going? Going well, man. That's going great. well. How was your weekend? Um, it was not too bad. Got some work done. Had some nice weather. Uh, now we're in. Uh, we got about a week of rain scheduled. It says so. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. So that's unfortunate, but I guess the plants need it. So it'll be good for them. Exactly. Exactly. That's great. That's great. So tell me, what would you like to know about in today's session? I don't know what we got left. What do we have? We're on the. We're on like um, the five steps. Yep. And we have been able to cover the who. We've also been able to cover the um, the how. Yes, the how. Okay, the how. And then we also need to talk about the when. Cool. So I'm down with that. That's fine. You're down with that? That works. Awesome. So I think um, going into today's, you know, topic about the when, it's yeah. it's a great discussion because we get to see things from a different perspective, unlike things that we see on social media or, you know, mm -hmm. your plan stuff. So yep. the when is how how good are you to put this out there for yourself? And mm. when you go out there, when is the best time to set foot? Because if you set foot like now, you, you're in a rainy situation. So let's say you want to set foot outside. Yeah. You get muddy, you know? Yep. So you got to know when the best time to implement your project is you know you can't be hoodies out when the sun is out <laughs> yeah know? yeah so did you know about this fun fact that 53 percent of businesses depend on content marketing as a branding strategy no but that had to make sense tell me more yeah i mean um because content's key i mean it's what we're giving out right yeah. So, I mean, if we're not putting something out that's going to be beneficial to people, um, they're less likely to stay. They're less likely to interact. Um, so, yeah, 50, I mean, 53% is a, is a big number for, for branding strategy goes because there's so much else that goes with it. And so, yeah, content is king. And, and what we're putting out there is, is what people are, are wanting and, and is what's going to keep them around and keep coming back if it's, if it's beneficial to them. So, yeah. Yeah, consistency is key. So like you said, content is ki content is king, consistency is queen. It's yeah. like you have that paradise, that whole demeanor where you can be able to put two things together and still make absolute sense of it. So yeah. with pencil leadership, how does this apply to your business? Yeah, I mean, the majority of what I do is, is content. Um, so podcast, social media, newsletter, um, that's, that's huge because I, I want to give back. I want to give out and help people. And so that's, that's the majority of what I try to do. Um, and then eventually as people want coaching that that'll be part of it or more part of it as well as that grows. But yeah, right now contents, man, 
we got to show what we know and people don't know what they don't know. And so you're trying to give out and educate. And uh, so yeah, with pencil leadership, uh, just, just creating more and, and try to increase the quality uh, each day uh, of what we're putting out. And um, How do you we're going on a couple of eBooks right now, just for, for another option for people to get um, digging into. Okay. So yeah. are the eBooks more like worksheets or more like um, informative, um, inf like just data that you want to send as a message to them that is in form of a medium. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's more uh, education. So the first one's going to be what is a pencil leader, or or something along that line uh, when the title gets solidified. So basically explaining okay. what pencil leadership means uh, and what what it means to be a pencil leader. And so. Um, that's the first one. The second one's going to be on uh, somewhere, and it hasn't had a title nailed down yet, but along the lines of finding your self-worth or finding your passion or direction. So that could have uh, maybe a couple worksheets for people to use to help them narrow down or dial in on what they're passionate about. Okay. Um, maybe what their, their purpose could be, whether that be, man, I really love uh, a gardening. I really love gardening. I really love homestead stuff. Maybe so they don't have a direction or, or realize that that might be their passion and how they can really make an impact in the world. And so it's going to bring them down a road to try to narrow that down and, and kind of dial in on what, what they're good at, what they really enjoy doing uh, and, and the impact they could have. Okay. So I'm thinking you said gardening, right? Yeah. So how do you implement gardening on your social media strategy as a tool to communicate your message through branding using this strategy? Yeah. So if someone, uh, and I, I have a friend who I've actually been talking about this with, and that's why it came to mind first. So his knowledge on homesteading on gardening is phenomenal, uh, wow. but he's not utilizing it to the level he, I think he could. So we're discussing uh, like a strategy on how he can start implementing social media uh, pages to get information out to help people. Cause there's people out there who want to learn what he has um, and so putting that into place on, okay, talk about different livestock that you have, explain what, what their traits are, explain how to take go. care of them, explain how to garden. Um, and then slowly work your way into like speaking at 4-H clubs or things of that nature. Um, and so, yeah, just, just seeing the benefit and knowing that there are people that do that and are looking to learn about that. And it's just giving value to those people. That's amazing. Yeah. Like you can Google stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. And he's got a more specific niche from, from the, his heritage, the country they come from. And so okay. uh, even targeting it even more specifically into that type of homesteading. And so, wow. yeah. Yep. Wow. That really sets a tone for what the business is without even mm -hmm. selling a product because you're yeah. giving them information that they probably never heard before, like I am right. hearing now. And it motivates me, it captivates me to learn more, which triggers an emotion. And yeah. then that triggers a wallet, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's the turnover that 53% of the businesses use as a way of telling you that, hey, this is our story. This is our lifestyle. This is what we stand for. And then this is what we deliver. Mm -hmm. Nike does that. Apple does that. Yep. Xbox does that. Yep. You know, it's a very big society where we see that on LinkedIn. If you go right now, 
you can see Forbes quote of the day, but they didn't sell you mm. no magazine. <laughs> they didn't sell you right. Anything. But they gave you something to think about that will make you want to understand why they're talking about it in the first place. Then yep. you learn to see their core values, their mission, their vision, their objectives, their team, their mission statements running across different platforms. You know, how does it engage with other people? How do you cross brand? How do you implement this service? How do you give back? What are yep. the tools to stop? And then when, which is a topic we're on right now, when to do this kind of stuff. Like think about in gardening now, if he talks about how to like within the rainy season, how to take care of the crops and weed things out and yeah. be very, very, you know, specific on knowing that in three months or six months, I'm going to yield something percent, you know? Mm. So it's like, you got to think about all those things and know when to place your audience in the know-how rather yep. than just telling them because you know how. Right. Yeah. And I think it's a mix of both too. I think, um, telling them because you know, but also correlating it to like the season, uh, theoretical seasons, depending on what the business is. But, um, yeah, you can make it relative for sure. Definitely. Definitely. I think 53% is a big number, especially when you pass the 50% mark. <laughs> yeah. Know, yeah. Anything. Yeah. So, um, going to that, um, we have a quote of the day, which is you two are a brand. Whether you know it or not, whether you like it or not, yeah. Mark Echo said that. I love it. Yeah, and I, it's always it's what I always say is no matter our level, no matter where we are position wise or stage in life, um, people are always watching. Someone's always watching what you're doing, what you're saying, how you're acting, and that's a brand. I mean, that's what. And so you're branding yourself to those people, so those people know you as. XYZ, whatever that is, whatever you're putting out there. <clears throat> and so if you're on social media and you're not, you don't have a business, you don't have anything like that, what is your message? Are you negative all the time on social media? Are you, <laughs> and I have people like this, are you trashing just everything, the government, whether it's right or wrong, I don't, it doesn't matter, but are you always negative uh, towards something? Are you always stirring up controversy? Are you always just talking about, um, conspiracies, whatever it is. So people see that. So when they think of you, they think, Oh, John, uh, over there, oh, all he does is negative stuff or, or, or is it the opposite? Oh, he's so positive. He just puts out so much positive stuff. It's so awesome. So you're branding yourself. So people are going to remember that, um, when they think of you based on what you're putting out. That's mind blowing. Just think about how many Facebook posts are out there based on knowledge that probably they just want to put up because that's yep. what they're thinking. Because Facebook yep. says what's on your mind and literally what's on your mind comes out. Yep. <laughs> and sometimes they don't match. Sometimes right. they do. But if you really know what you want to communicate, you can get your audience right there and then. But the problem is when to do it, what time to do it how to even talk to them at that time. What are you telling them at that time that they need to hear if mm. they're even hearing in the first place or listening, yeah. that, you know? So it's like, if you, if you stand up in front of somebody right now and you talk to them, do they have tunnel vision on you mm. or do they have squeaky networks running between the ears? You know, right. you can't do that to the point where you feel like this is all I have to do. This is all I have to be. And 
you now do that and then you stop the process because now somebody does not trust you because you did ABC and you could have avoided that, but you tried to prove a point which didn't make, you know, it didn't make it home. So you now lost the brand, you lost the reputation, lost the business and you definitely lost the finance. So it's like, you got to understand how do you tell people about stuff without having to sell it to them because people don't like being sold to. Hmm. Right. And I think that's just creating value. I think it's just showing that you come from a position then you have, you have value to give them. But, um, and I just saw it today and I can't remember who said it now, but, um, you just have to, you have to love people. You, they don't care what you know until they know that you care. And so, um, you just got to put the value out there. You've got to connect and you've got to show, um, at least from my perspective, you just have to show people you care and that you want the best for them. And I think in the long run, that's going to play out the best for people. Yeah, definitely. I feel like when people know about the know-how, what they do with their time and how they imply that to the universe, they can put out more love that they can get back that they didn't expect. Yeah. Because somebody somewhere online is thinking the same way you are. We're all human. So yep. there's definitely a need. Every Everybody has a need. It's it's pretty much inevitable. So yeah. you have to know how to meet that need without having to be forceful. And right. the brand that you represent tells people who you are and that gives you that impression. Let's say you go to Kroger. Let's say you go to Kroger and you have three different types of tomato paste Mm. and the three different type of tomato paste brands that you know that you've probably seen on the internet probably on twitter probably on facebook probably on youtube as an ad anything could have popped up to bring your attention to that or you may have never seen it yep and you quickly make a decision within seven seconds and say this is what i want to pick and keep moving because you can't be looking tomato paste all day long so You got to pick what you know. And when you pick the one that you actually know, you're picking it because you trust it because you know, this is what is needed for me. Yeah. And the other brand may equally do the same thing, but you don't know and you don't have that time to find out. Right. Yeah. It's all, I mean, it all comes back to like what we plan in our subconscious. Like we hear it over and over. That's why it's so important to, to sow that positivity in our minds because then we come back to being positive if we're always taking in the negative from the news or social media, then that's what's going to come in our mind. And that's what we're going to so That's why positive affirmations about ourselves are so important. That's why all that. And so branding, marketing, everything plays into that. We subconsciously take in, we might not stare at the ad that we see scrolling, but our subconscious takes it in. And so when we're, when we're shopping, it's like, Oh wait. And we might not remember seeing the ad, but it's, it's ingrained in here. We saw it. It's in our subconscious. And so that's what makes us more likely to pick it. And that's why, like, uh, it's it's so important. And it's in marketing and, and everything of that nature is so big. But on top of that, too, you have word of mouth ne- uh, marketing. And so people talk about it. That And you might not remember that conversation or you might overheard it. And so that's going to hold more weight because someone – you heard someone talking positively about it right? Uh, over, over an ad. And so, yeah, word of mouth marketing is huge. If you think about word of mouth marketing, 
the first thing that just came to my mind when you said that was Popeyes and Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yeah. That whole sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy because, I mean, uh, you're a lot more likely to go see, for example, a movie based on somebody's uh, verbal opinion of it. Dude, this movie's awesome. You got to go see it. And you could look online and, and uh, the ad could maybe not catch your attention that much for whatever reason, or the ratings that you see online might not be as high as you usually think they should be for a movie you go and watch. But as soon as someone that you know says, dude, that movie was awesome. You would love that movie. Go, you got to see that movie. You're not going to care what else you saw. You're going to go see it. Cause you, you that weighs more um, in your mind and in your opinion than, than seeing some ad or anything like that. Yeah, definitely. I think when you see an ad, and the ad does not catch your attention, you ignore it. Sometimes I even hide ads and I'm like, it's not relevant <laughs> to yeah. consistent. I don't need this. And that's you why know? that's why pictures, that's why videos on social media get more attention than pictures. Because you mm. hear you, the talking, the verbal message over just reading something. So you think if you do all those three in one post, it's going to capture the most attention, which is in in audio format in video format and in visual format in form of text yeah because i think now a lot of people are turning to videos um with captions just because some people are in a place where they can't have the sound on so you're still getting the movement you're still getting the action from it but you're getting the words that you can read along with it um so it's almost like you're you're ingraining more in your mind because you're seeing the people mouth the words and you're reading the words they're saying and so it's like double penetration into your subconscious almost quick question yeah when you watch netflix do you keep your captions on or off uh when i watch anything i don't have captions on now okay what i'm no. asking is because on instagram facebook they have that and people like to see them and on netflix some people like to see them but people just want to watch a movie period you know yeah so right. How do you balance that? I think it comes down to your situation. And I think a lot of times social media, people are doing it like at work uh, or, or times where they can't have sound on. So I think they like that just because they can still get the content without bothering people with sound or, or getting caught that they're on social media uh, if they're not supposed to be at the time. And so, yeah, I think, um, I think that's a, a big reason with that. Um, and, and then, if you're sitting down and watch something on Netflix, at least from my perspective, like you're actually sitting down to watch whatever it is. So the, so the captions aren't as necessary in right. my opinion. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Some, some of it, sometimes when I watch, I see the caption, I'm like, Oh, that's what he actually said. Because <laughs> you, sometimes you, hear yeah, sometimes it. you can't understand it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And then if they change the language sometimes, mm. but I think the whole connection of what we're talking about, it just makes branding what it is mm. like what i'm saying to you is what you're reading on a transcribed text format is what you're seeing on my lips is what you're feeling through what i'm saying and at the same time it's sending a message which is the most important thing if i'm talking right now and you don't understand me then i shouldn't be talking right no i think you're i think you're spot on i think we're both spot on <laughs> <laughs> So when you think about when to brand, 
you got to think about four things. You got to think about surveys. You got to think about focus groups. You think about giveaways and you think about charity. Mm. Those four pillars are always going to be necessary for your next project, yep. your next big thing. Yep. I don't know how to explain this further. I mean, I mean, the first two kind of show show the 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 weight of it. They're other people's opinions. They're the people you're trying to reach, the opinions of those people. And so you're listening to your audience. You're listening to the people out there, what they want to see or what they think to be able to tweak and to be able to really reach them where they're at. So I think it's huge to brand in that way. Um, and, and in giveaways, it just kind of gets people excited, gets people connected to, to more of what you're doing. Um, and, and you, you reap what you sow. And so if you're having giveaways, if you're giving back charity, the same way, um, I'm actually looking into, um, getting partnered with make a wish foundation with pencil leadership. So I'm kind of going through that. Sorry. Yeah, no. Yeah. So just looking into more of the logistics of it, because obviously I'm not a big corporate, uh, sponsor, but, um, be able to just have a fundraiser through pencil leadership that, that people can donate to, to help children's, um, the make a wish. And so these are, uh, different individuals, children with, um, different illnesses or impairments and the foundation comes along and helps them kind of get their dream, their goal, uh, wish. And, and it could be meeting an athlete, meeting a movie star, um, going and being a part of some television show or, or something of like that. And so these really big wishes that the kids have, um, the money just helps kind of set those up and supports that. That's amazing. I love yeah. that. While you were even talking about that, I was even going to ask you just off the record. I was just going to say, have you thought about using a form of donation at one particular time of the year, maybe when there's back to school in the fall and you're now giving the foundation like pencils? Just uh, I haven't thought of that for um, about as far as giving them pencils or anything. Um, I think it's a great idea some sort of marketing, but still giving back maybe of something uh, tangible that they could actually use. Um, but yeah, always looking to try to figure out like I, I, in the future down the road, I would love to have a branch of pencil leadership. That's not for profit. That's some sort of like organization for kids, helping them become better leaders as well. Things of that nature. So I think it'd be cool to be able to do that uh, in the future when I'm able to extend myself in that way. Yeah. Okay. I was literally just saying, let me just throw it out to you because yeah. I would do it. You know, like yeah. the way I think about pencils and I think about back when I was in school, mm -hmm. I had the whole eraser, you know, you use pencils to draw, you use pencils to start writing your ABCs. So right. You, mess up, you, you know, you scribble it, come back again. And pencils always finish. But if you have like a whole pack of pencils, you know how many things you can do with them? Like oh, yeah. sharpen this one, you can use one for this shading. So I was just thinking in the line of how do people use and express their art without having to be, you know, for it to be too expensive. That's really right. How do you implement talent without having to monetize and greatly, you know, you know, commercialize it. You can really give it a very, very small soft touch and yep. then see what it happens. And then those drawings could 
you know, turn into anything. So, That's right. You know, they could put that on their galleries in the foundation or in, you know, maybe like a wall of art and say, oh, these are the, the bright stars. These are the people that are, mm-hmm. you know, focused on art. And then, you know, they probably get a career in architecture. You know, it could be anything possible. Yeah. You yeah. Know. You never know what could come from that. Right. You've just given yeah. somebody a pencil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or even a word, even a positive word. You don't know who's going to run with that and it could change their life. So letting that positivity come through you and, and uh, yeah, you don't know how it can change people's lives, which is exactly. awesome. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's the best way to do it. And when you want to brand, you know, in line with what we just talked about, surveys are great because mm. you get to see what they're thinking about and get to know what they're thinking about without asking them directly. And yeah. the way you phrase the questions also matter. You don't want to be like, why are you not buying this? You know, like <laughs> right. you don't want to be hard on them. You just want to be in that two-way conversational type of format so that if I know that you don't like it and 58% of the people just don't like this brand, it is obvious. Just don't do it. But at the same time, you also got to think about, is it necessary for my brand? Is it even working in the first place? Is it profitable? Is mm. it rewarding? Is it satisfying? If it's none of the above, it's not necessary. So right. you skip on to the next part, have a focus group. You can have LinkedIn groups. You can have Twitter lists. You can have Instagram groups. You can have Facebook. Facebook groups are like the biggest ones right now. You know, yeah. you can easily go into that market, figure out what you want to do. You can be able to have discussion panels on YouTube. You can go on Yelp. You can go on TripAdvisor. You can literally find out information about specific things to your brand that mm-hmm. you didn't know about because somebody tried it one day and this is how they felt. And then two other yeah. people tried it and you were like, oh, wow, they're getting sued. You know, it could be anything that happens, but you right. got to be careful about your brand. You know, wherever you are representing the country, you got to think about the culture. You got to think about the routine. You got to think about yeah. the customs, the laws. Those things are not bypassers those things are not you know optional you got to know them because knowing them helps you get a better result and gives you a better edge and of course a more competitive advantage than you know your inferior or your contemporary you yeah know? no yep you gotta you gotta you gotta understand the audience you're going to you gotta understand um the the point of views and everything like that yeah definitely you gotta take those in consideration Exactly. Giveaways too is a great thing because like giveaways, speaking of giveaways, I'm sure somebody would be a winner by now because I plan on actually um, giving somebody a giveaway based on this podcast today and awesome. I'm giving away Chick-fil-A meals and you cool. know, little treats. And I've been able to do that consistently. And we had a winner um, just on Friday. His name is Bizzle B on Instagram. And um, he is... It was funny how that question was answered because only two people got it right. Everybody else had, <laughs> you know. Nice. So I was like, this is amazing how we can be able to interact on social media without having to tell them everything. So yeah. giveaways keeps people coming back. I remember when I was in my master's program when I did um, entertainment business at Full Sail University in Orlando, Florida and Winter Park. We used to have giveaways to the point where it's like when you get a drone, 
it's like you just got a Christmas present. You know, <laughs> people yep. had so many gifts because of giveaways. They probably won a raffle. They probably won something. It was their lucky day. You know, they probably have been waiting for this their whole life. You don't know what that one product, one one giveaway, what maybe I didn't have food today. Maybe this is what I can eat. You don't yep. know the story. You don't right. need to know the story either. You just right. need to do your part and just let your message send its message. Absolutely. No, yeah, I can't agree more on that. Charity, another one. Um, big one, actually, because if you can be able to work with foundations, work with institutions, work with agencies, you know, work with churches, have that effect on people's minds and hearts that they think about you means the world because any financial gain is no gain if somebody was not satisfied or happy about something mm. you right. know because you can have all that money and you can be paying all those money with bills you can also not have the money and have benefits to enjoy so mm. you got to think about the giveaways the charities what are you focusing on who is talking to you who are you talking to um what are they hearing are you sending the same message every time are you giving them two you know little messages you don't know what they're talking about and then you're talking about something else and then you guys clash and then nobody mm. wins it's a whole scuffle. Right. Yep. so when to brand is very important and when you use all these points you will know exactly what to do like we can't tell you when we can't tell you oh go january 5th it's not yeah. we we don't know <laughs> so right you have to be the one to figure that out yourself all we're doing is just giving you guys the tea Yep, absolutely. You got to put in the work. You got to make, you got to figure out where people are at, find their pain points, find when it works and, and go for it. Exactly. And when you brand, you build an interest. What to display and when to display has a journey of self-discovery. And mm. I'm just going to run this down quickly before we even go deeper into it. There's a mission, there's a vision, there are objectives, there's a mantra, there's a team, there's planning. When you look at all these points, Chris, what do you think about each and every of these pillars? Well, I mean, there, I mean, yeah, there's always a lot going into um, your brand and, and what you're you're going for, and so that's the biggest one is your mission, your why. Why are you doing this? Like, you got to have a reason. It can't just be to make money because uh, you could do that in in a day job. And so, if you have something bigger than yourself, um, like pencil leadership, my mission. Um, is to impact 1 million lives um, in a positive way through coaching, podcasts, speaking, books, whatever it is. And so, and the vision has to be there. I mean, you have to always, you have to see it. You have to see it happening. You have to keep that in your mind because it's going to be hard. It's get, you're going to have to keep yourself motivated to go forward and, and, but have smaller goals that you can reach along the way. So um, if, if it is a business that you're gaining client, clients, getting your first client, getting your first five clients, getting your, you know, um, donating your first a thousand dollars donating your first five thousand you know things like that that then you can celebrate like holy cow yes like this is awesome like things like that and then having a mantra like striving to to help people build a life they love is one of mine and and so and then of course you're going to build a team as you go now you have to there's timing with that too you can't uh you can't get too wide first before your foundation's ready and so um kind of managing that and knowing when the right time to add people on your team is um and then the planning 
you have to have an outline, a plan of, of your direction. Um, you have that have that ultimate goal, but the plan can change along the way and it can just ebb and flow. And so, um, yeah, there's always planning that goes into it, but you can't over plan. You sometimes just have to take action. Uh, and so knowing the difference in the right time to do that as well. Yeah. And I think when you have a team, all these objectives become easier. Yeah. Delegation, man. That's, that's the best thing. Like, uh, when, when pencil leadership gets to that point, like I'm excited to bring people in one, because then I get to support them financially somewhat depending on it, part-time, full-time. And then, um, but we're also, it's like a team. So I playing sports growing up, like I love team sports. I love that. And that's what I look at it as like, we're going to find the pieces that fit our team and, and together we're going to be able to do so much more than I could do on my own. And so that's why I'm excited when we get to that point to, to branch into team, team things. So it, it brings another level to it. Another, it, it still may, it makes it a little bit harder because now you have to think about other people more within your organization, um, their needs, their opinions, their thoughts, and work mm -hmm. together. So it brings a little bit more intricacy to it, but uh, excitement as well. Yeah, I think so too. That's that's where you actually enjoy working because when you can pay somebody and you can see that that money or that transfer affected something it, it you know it started something it gives that person motivation to do something that you didn't even expect because yeah when you motivate them financially it's like a mental dopamine that just happens instantaneously and then all of a sudden you start seeing people working within the same mantra because mm. there's a goal. And yeah, goals, but they got to be on the same vision page too. If they, if they don't see the vision, if they're not uh, in tune with that, it's going to make it a lot harder um, because if they're in it just for the money, I mean, they could always go find somewhere else that's going to pay them. And so if they're in tune with the mission, the vision, uh, it's going to make things flow a lot better because they're going to be on board. And so give it, just giving them what needs to be done and seeing how they do it, seeing where their creativity and where their energy flows instead yeah. of giving them a specific, a specific guideline. Yeah. Giving them a little bit room to flourish. I think so. Because when you think about it, I'm, I'm really trying to understand what would be the difference. Let's say two people in at a workplace, one of them is enjoying it because of the money. The other one is enjoying it because of the passion, but they both have the same project to deliver. Are you going to tell the difference in the two when you see, can you detect that as a manager, as a board of director? I mean, it, it depends on the person, but if they're just going after the money, sometimes it could, they're just going to do what, it, how much they're worth. So they're just going to put how much they're worth. I like that. But if you have someone who sees the vision, who sees, man, we're going to impact 1 million lives. And this part kind of gets us, it's the next step. They're going to do they're going to put everything they can to make it the best and above go beyond above and beyond because they want to get to that million dollar or that million uh, lives impacted. And so they're going to put extra, they're going to put a little more elbow grease into it because they have, they have something else drawing them forward than just money. That the person who's just for money is like, okay, I'm making 15 an hour. Okay. I put my, I put my five hours, my eight hours in. Okay. We're good. I got it done. It's done. Eight hours are done. So mm. I think there would be, it depends on the person, obviously, but I, I think it, you would see a difference. I would say yes. 
to that because the difference is so clear that mm. when you see oh this person is do- and it happened to me just this weekend that's why I'm going to ask him this question yeah i gave a project out to two different people i said hey we need this sample flyer to be done we have an ad but it is not paid right now we just need to get the information on screen and see how it works mm. and then we can start to talk about business one of them was like okay no questions asked i'll do it and i'm right. going to get it done i got two versions great versions i don't even know which one is better the second person said i need more information i gave them more information i sent the website and everything and then all of a sudden um i got it late i got it this morning instead mm. of yesterday the other one sent it by saturday and it's due on sunday so i got it and it was a wrong copy and i was like i just sent you then i see mm-hmm. another one there was a typo on it i was like okay i think i now see where the passion is because it's yeah. a sample flyer because yep. it's not paid because it's not a gig then i'm just going to get whatever i'm going to get and yeah. it's like if my vision is bigger than this picture then i wouldn't deliver the message because i won't get the contract because i won't get the the, the their vision you know like right. maybe maybe i got it all wrong or maybe i'm i'm the one that's missing a point but with what i've seen it kind of tells me that there are people that are passionate about something and people who mm-hmm. want to do something because of the money or they yep. want to do it because they like you right no i agree it's like are you are you going to stay up till till 1am 2am to to make sure you got that just right to put out um that podcast episode to put out or that content for tomorrow um or are you going to hurry and just get it done so you're done with it and not really care the level you know it's the same kind of thing so are you what are you going to put into it right right yep. there's there's so much impact in understanding what you're doing when you're doing it why you're doing it and who you're doing it for yep because the person that's watching this does not know who you are when you watch an ad you don't know who was on the production team when you watch a movie right. you don't know who was reading the script you don't know who are the writers until you read the credits and that's like way in the end like that's after you've seen it which means you had to see it but if you didn't see that person's progress or that's per- that person's passion that person's resilience that person's agility you will not be able to get to that credit section because you messed up in the beginning there mm. was no baseline for the story you probably yeah. get a 5 out of 10 on the IMDb you know <laughs> you you don't know what happened because right. it just resulted into a clash that you formed in your head that translated into everybody's head so yep. if you flew with the same message if you gave the same lion king experience then you are definitely in for great returns because you know that people want to feel something they want to have an emotion yep, yep. yeah absolutely emotion emotion drives and, and so you have to get in tune with people's emotions and what touches them and and some people might not correlate with your message even if you are are having a good message good qu- content good emotion connection uh they're just it's just not for them and that's fine because there's like what 8 billion people in the world so um it's right. going to connect with somebody it's not going to connect with everybody not everyone's going to like pencil leadership's message and that's okay because there are some that it will and there'll be enough to that we can help and so yeah exactly if you even get 1% of 8 billion you're you're okay you are yeah. you're perfectly comfortable like, right 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think that that point of self-discovery is very important and you have to be very knowledgeable about when to display all this information to the right people, to the right audience for the right yeah. thing, for the right reason. Yep. Absolutely. I agree. It's all about the who, what, when, where. So Exactly. And now that we're even talking about the who, what, and where, the who, what, when, where, and how. I think that's four W's and one H, I believe. I think so. Yeah. Five. <laughs> so all these topics that we've just talked about are also available on the online course available. You can check the link in the description to you know get access to it. And also, if you want to be a partner, you know, contact us, you know, the link is in the bio as well in the description. There's so much we can be able to learn together because this first course, it's almost been a month and I have so many courses I have lined up. Like I play the drums. I know how to <laughs> do artist management. Yeah. I know how to, you know, how to start a podcast, how to build an online course, things that are sounding easy, but those things help you in the long run because they get you tickets, get you to get you gigs, to get you recognition, you know, something along the way puts a, a word in someone's mouth to, you know, bring the next thing to life. So if you're down, I'm down, you know, this is something I'm doing. And I think this quarantine season has really opened my mind to being explore, grateful and, and just mind blown on how I can be able to do things from my house without having yeah. to go outside and do the same thing by going through 25 minutes of traffic. Right. Yeah, times are changing. If you think about, I just talked. I just talked about traffic, and the first thing that came to my mind was the Elon Musk plan for the underground um, mm. train stations and all yeah. those things going on. Think about twenty thirty. You know, how will we be driving? How would you be getting your license? Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's it's crazy. To, to, yeah, it is crazy to think about where we could be uh, in ten years. Absolutely. Because this was not 20, 2010 was not like this. We didn't <laughs> have, be, yeah. <laughs> we didn't have technology is going to, technology is going to really change the game with a lot of things. And good, good and bad. So good and bad. That's for sure. But I think even with podcasting 10 years from now, this thing is going to be like a throwback, right? It's going to be crazy. Got it. And that's why you guys keep, keep fresh, keep evergreen and keep moving forward. Exactly. Exactly. So definitely, please get on this particular wave. Don't stop. Come on board. Enroll in the class. Get, you know, very, very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Very particular in what you want to do. And yeah. you got to get invested. Get invested. That's the word I was looking for. Get invested. It's like you start something, you build something, it gets here. Yep. And all of a sudden, boom, you have a whole situation going on. Yep. Awesome. I'm excited. What 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 was the best thing about this particular topic that really caught your attention to you? I think it's just finding your message, I think, and, and kind of just taking that first step into, hey, this is what I enjoy or what I'm good at or how I can give back. Okay. I need to do something. And so I think that's so cool. I love talking to people about like their dreams and goals and like seeing it at like infancy or even before and like talking to them through what it could be, getting them excited because seeing what it could turn into. I, th I love doing that. So, yeah, 
definitely i just think that that's the right way to go and it's going to help a lot of people and yep. let's see where it takes us absolutely definitely so thank you so much again i'm looking forward to the next one and you know let people know about this yeah. and let's let's keep the word going 